Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam. Brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux. And beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of a where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course. Features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 455 of the Best Linux Game Podcast. Uh, being recorded for you late on this Sunday, the 30th of July at uh, 0700 hours. Uh, make it 7 o'clock in the morning, left coast. Pacific coast. Coast with the most. Crack engineer, Ivor Molina, over there in the... Over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign... Man, Ivor, you've done yeoman's work, my friend. Yeoman's work and failure. You're fired, motherfucker. Mm. Let's have some whiskey, though. I'm sure it's seven o'clock in the morning somewhere in the world. We have a short show for you this week, uh, shortened by. Uh, I've worked 10 minutes. Put it on the clock. <laughs> uh, we're getting mileage out of that joke, at least. Uh, shortened by 
a near-death experience that we a near-death experience we had with our ZFS array. And I'm trying not to run this machine until around noon today when I had a heart attack. Basically, our ZFS array, one of our discs went it's it's mirrored and striped. So it's 32 terabyte, 16 terabyte workable, you know, usable because mirrored. So I can afford one disk failure at a time. And we had a faulted drive on Thursday. I found out a friend of mine is into QAnon, and that just really depressed the shit out of me. But anyway, um, the uh, drive failed. I mean, faulted. And, uh, in the process of replacing it, this was like the near-death experience, I somehow jiggled out one of the other SATA connection cables, and so the the whole array was lost, and that's like 25 years of my life's work. And yeah, I know it's easy for anyone else to say, oh yeah, well, why don't you have multiple backups? Because it's like fucking eight terabytes of shit is why. It's 25 years of my collective computing is why. But anyway, it's important for us to get out this week's episode, which, by the way, for our sequel fans, and yes, my teeth are still fucked up, sequel fans would make it a 2023 uh, 073007. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't even read that far. Like 0700 hours. Doesn't matter. So let's get straight to our top stories. Um,. Right now, the Steam, and this is why we are doing this episode today instead of tomorrow. It's important. You have 27 hours as of the sound of my voice leaving my fucked up mouth to go by um, Sniper Elite 5 for the low, low price of $16.99 as opposed to $50. And Sniper Elite 5, which we reviewed last week, and which I beat last night. Um, oh my god, it is so good. Yes, they try to hit you with all this DLC bullshit, whatever. The main campaign took me 70 hours long, and I still want to go back and do other things. Even after having gone back and done other things multiple times. It's a fantastic campaign. It's one of the most glorious, visually glorious visual games that you'll ever play. I know I promised you this week, I think I did, um, that we would do uh, our review of Star Wars Jedi Survivor I haven't beaten it yet, and I'm not... I'm I'm a lot of hours into that game, and I need to know more before... Uh, blah. We don't have a lot of time here, but just know this. Buy Sniper Elite 5 at 17 bucks. Do it now. Do it... Do it for your testicles, your lady parts. Do it for your self, your family, your friends, your country, your nation. Do it because you love fucking awesome video games because that game is insanely good. It's Yeah, it's got some bugs in it and 
you know, they do try to rape you with DLC stuff, but you don't need any of that shit. Just get the fucking game, and you will see. You will see. Give it, like, you know, ten hours, and you'll be... You'll be addicted to it sideways. You'll be mainlining it into your eyeballs like you won't believe. Um, And the last two levels of that game that I beat post our review of it, which is something I don't like to normally do, were absolutely masterful. And I'm not going to tell you anything about like what happens in the levels, but um, the next to last level was absolutely the hardest level in the game. It was so crazy hard. And I did such unimaginable carnage. I was never detected once. And I killed everybody on that fucking map. Because I could. Because they're Nazis. And they they need to die. You know, it's like that scene in, in Deadwood where, no, Steve, you need to die. You fucked a horse. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, you need to die. You're a Nazi. And that's kind of my ethos that I've applied. Um, and it was so hard. It took me five hours to beat that fucking level. It took me over ten days to beat that goddamn fucking level, I want to say. Maybe almost two weeks. Um, it, cause you get, oh, it just, it was ridiculously hard. It was awesome. It was awesome. It forced you to, like, Anyway, I'm not going to say anything. It's an unbelievably well-defended military fucking base that is like five square, five miles. It's like 25 miles, 25 square miles is like kind of how I estimate it. Like, it's like 1.3. If you, if, you, if you subdivide like the map into like three grid squares, so it'd be like nine grid squares, and you just adjusted it for like the how far like a super soldier could jog, which is kind of like my general you know blah. It's like you know, yeah, four and a half miles across, four and a half miles, but it's hilly, and it is, it's just a nightmare to do, and it's so much fun. I had, oh my god. And then the the last map, I'm not going to ruin anything for you. You just feel like you're a god. You just feel like you're like Solid Snake. You can suck my solid fucking dick, motherfucker. You close your eyes. It's not gay. Actually, if you don't remember it, it's not gay. Uh, I'm just kidding. Who cares if it's gay or not? Um, But yeah, no, Solid Snake never ever do anything as cool as the ninth mission in Sniper Elite, which is why you should go buy it now. And it's also why we are by hook or crook churning out this episode right now for you. Um, oh, that sound meant Ratchet and Clank uh, finally got downloaded. So, yeah, that brings us to our new and noteworthy, and this is gonna be only ten more minutes long. Ivor based him with a new and noteworthy because we have two unbelievable titles for you, both of which evidently run on Linux. I haven't tried. Well, you'll see. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. 
Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So first in our new and noteworthy is Remnant 2. Now, I've, I've had Remnant in my... Like, I bought it a long time ago. I've, I've had a license for Remnant uh, from the Ashes or whatever. I never played the fucking game. Blah. Remnant 2 absolutely runs out of the box, straight up on Linux. Queued up. Click! Clack! Oh! Runs great. Um, I don't know if I like the game. Uh, it basically is like you're a multi-dimensional warrior in a post-apocalyptic hundred years since the end of the world as we currently know it. Um, fighting pan-dimensional beings across multiple, you know, blah. I don't know if the co-op aspect of the game actually works, but it does say that my game is joinable. Um, I don't, I have not played it at peak times, and it takes two hours to get through, like, basically the tutorial and the introduction. And not knowing anything from the previous game, I, you know, I can't really speak intelligently about it, other than the classes. So it's like, it's a third person looter, shooter, co-op, solo, however you want to slice it, it's you alone or you up to two other people with you, and people can join from other dimensions, which is kind of cool, and they explain how that works in a game mechanic way, which is something I always appreciate. Um, It's really pretty. It's also really hard. Um, the classes are fucking badass. A lot of time, attention, and detail went into seems like every aspect of the game, and lots of people really like this game. Runs great on Linux. This much I can verify. It is fucking expensive. Um, Remnant 2... Actually, it's not as expensive as our other new and noteworthy, but Remnant 2 is $49.99. I've already... Did you check this? God damn... Hang on, let me check it. Yeah, it takes about two hours before you get out of the tutorial. Came out on July 25th. It's brand new. So far, the review's been very positive. 8463 Um, Yeah, the standard edition's $49.99. Uh, so, like, b- basically, like, you're launched into these crazy pan-dimensional scenarios by using this thing called the world crystal and so like you can be fighting like you know 19th century British fucking psychopaths with you know your giant fucking anyway your giant metal sword and your fucking uh I almost said rotisserie, uh, rotary shotgun and shit, and you can upgrade your your shit and you change your classes and stuff like that. It it looks very difficult alone. It, so far, it's very difficult alone. I've spent exactly like mm, fifteen minutes playing it alone, and it's not the most exciting game for me, but 
a lot of people really like it and I can understand why um and it's it's fucking gorgeous and the, the voice acting is really good and the story itself like from what I understand of it is also um pretty well presented and pretty compelling and it does that's kind of what makes me want to play more of it um so that's that's remnant 2 um other game and then we'll get the fuck out of here make like a hockey player and get the fuck out of here is ratchet and clank a rift apart a rift apart and ratchet and clank rift apart rift god damn it rift uh, apart r-i-f-t romeo india uh frank tango no uh Foxtrot Tango. Romeo India Foxtrot Tango. That's a good one. I always liked Oscar Papa Golf. Um, or Victor Echo November. <laughs> but Ratchet and Clank. For those of you who are not a thousand years old and don't remember the ancient times. Ratchet and Clank was one of the all-time greatest puzzle platformers where you play as Ratchet and Clank. Two separate characters who follow each other, who have different attributes that, like, Ratchet's like this fucking, I can't remember if he's a fox or or what, and Clank is a fucking little robot. Clank can, Ratchet is like a fucking tinker, I, my, I, and if I'm getting these roles reversed, it's only been 20 years, okay, so you know, give a give a buddy a break, buddy. Um, the idea is that this is a puzzle solving, three dimensional platformer. It's entirely unique. It reminded me. Oh, actually, you know what? It wasn't entirely unique. It reminded me most back in the day. I'm just searching my memory banks here. It reminded me most of Gek the Gex the Gecko in the Hollywood Mysteries game. That game was awesome because it used um, the impersonate uh, they hired a comedian I can't remember who the Ivor! Let me look this up Okay, so yeah Gex the Gecko was, I thought it was Dana Gould, but he had all these great impressions and went through all this Hollywood stuff, doesn't matter Ratchet and Clank, here is straight from the fucking Wikipedia, and man, I got some tears in my eyes because anyone who remembers it's been like 20 years um, since the first Ratchet and Clank Ratchet and Clank was almost entirely different It was from anything else that had ever been around before uh, so here, I'm going to read, read you a little bit from uh even though I have a speech impediment, so therefore it's like kind of 
So now in 2001, in struggling with ideas, Chief Creative Officer Brian Hastings proposed the idea of an alien that travels from planet to planet, collecting weapons and gadgets, an idea inspired from Spaceman Spiff, from Calvin and Hobbes, and from Marvin the Martian. This idea inspired the team since it would allow them to create entirely new worlds and characters to develop. Artists sketched a number of concepts for this alien character, which was, which was originally reptilian, but ended up as a new species they call the Lombax. That's right. A name Price had come up. Along with this character, they named Ratchet. They gave him a robotic companion, Clank. Originally developed as a childlike version of the Star Wars character C-3PO, so they later decided that Ratchet and Clank should work instead like a buddy cop film and made Clank an equal to Ratchet. And this was super fucking crazy for the time. So, like, Whereas, like, in other games, like, if you remember, like, Lemmings or, like, Dwarves, which is actually a pretty good spinoff of Lemmings. I think it was called Dwarves. Which, like, you have all these specialized characters that can do very specific things and, you know, only at specific times. Ratchet and Clank could solve puzzles with one or the other, like, taking the lead. And it just depended on how you decided to solve it. Um... And they're always action-based and they have these great weapons and you could upgrade anything just because Clank was a fucking genius. <laughs> and Ratchet was like the bronze, but he's like uh, the brawn of the operation, but he's also like the mouthy funny guy and, and Clank anyway. Phenomenal fucking game franchise. Uh, I think I reviewed one of them for IGN back in the day. Um... I think. Oh, shit, I closed that window. Ivor, you're fired! Anyway. Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart, came out for Steam, July 26th, so four days ago. Very positive, 1,000... Uh, they say... Blast your way through an interdimensional adventure with Ratchet and Clank, now on PC. Help them take on an evil emperor from another reality as you jump between action-packed worlds and beyond at hyperspeed. And that's kind of, like, there are very few games ever made that are like Ratchet and Clank. Psychonauts is kind of like Ratchet and Clank. But Ratchet and Clank is always going to be Ratchet and Clank. I just bought it. It's very expensive. It's like it's sixty bucks. It's fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Um, but it got a gold on Proton DB, so I'm assuming that it runs well on Linux. Um, and that's all you need to know. Oh, before we go though, in the last, I've worked. 10 minutes! No, seriously, I only have like 4 minutes left. Um, before we go, I watched, so, I have 3 tattoos. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. Actually, I have 4 tattoos. 5, if you include the chode. Which just says merge with traffic and has an enter, it has an arrow pointing to my anus. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> That's an old Rodney Dangerfield joke. I saw La Contessa. She was lying there in on the beach at uh, 
and kind and her voluptuous bosom and, and tiny, you know, bathing suit, I noticed on her inner thigh there was an arrow pointing inwards that said merge with traffic. Um... It was 20 years ago today and the Venture Brothers came out. It was 2003. I came into the Venture Brothers about 10 years after they were released. The first tattoo that I ever got was in 2010. It's on my right forearm, or my left forearm. My second tattoo was the Venture Brothers logo on my right bicep. And it's huge. And I love it. And I still love it. And people were always like, but you don't even know how it's going to end. And like, they go so many years between, like, because like, literally, it took them 20 years to finish it. And they finished it literally last weekend. I saw... I caught up with everything that I had missed. My answer back then is still the, the same answer that I have today. The Venture Brothers got me through some of the darkest times of my life and some of the f- finest um, finest meta-analysis of, it's almost, it's, it's, it's exquisite. The first five seasons of it, at least. I thought season six and seven, which I also watched in preparation just this week, leading up into the final conclusion of the Venture Brothers, um, which I paid for. $15. It's a movie, the ravenous is the blood of the baboon heart or something like that. I'm not going to fact check it. I don't give a fuck. I was disappointed with that but it was okay and they landed it. But like what what I've always said, I don't care if they ever finish the show. I don't care if they ever um, if they ruin the show. This is the ultimate show and go team fucking venture. You know, I mean, really, you want to talk about tribal cultural politics, like, you know, I would, I, I would, if they went off the rails and, like, you know, went racist or something like that, like, I, I like, yeah, I liked everything up until there. But no, go team fucking venture. Uh, I hope that they make a million, million, million dollars off of um, the Amazon sales. I thought the movie was you know I've seen worse and uh, everyone should go buy it and pay for it and enjoy it and I'm sure that you know because they're not going to please everybody you know in all honesty I mean there's no way Mm. for instance I didn't like the last two seasons I mean, I liked them. They were funny and they were poignant, but they weren't as good as the first five, in my opinion. And they seem to be treading water. 
And they seem to be treading water when they are landing this plane, but it's 20 fucking years of this. So Jackson Public and Doc Hammer are to be commended. They they set her down. They got they got her onto the ground. Um which is a lot more than can be said for other see, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars! Oh god! I'm oh, sorry, I got a cold. But yeah, um you as of the time as of right now, you have twenty-six hours to get Sniper Elite Five. Instead of it being fifty bucks, you can get it instead of it being fifty. Look. Listen to Dr. Henry Killinger. Instead of it being $55, it could be $17 for you. This is the way. <laughs> I become the proud papa. Um, oh, the world's a stage, and man in his lifetime plays many parts, his axe being seven ages. I will see you next week. Happy birthday, Fenderstein! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, and yeah, last thought. I'm sorry, but last. I know, Ivor. Last thought is they finished it. And I can tell once. I mean, I because I, I know this from. Any more words of uh, the preacher from Deadwood? Oh, you know, the Lord is always our ultimate comfort in life, but it is such a great experience to have friends. I know this from past experience. Um, I know when 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 someone does not and cannot bring themselves to end the thing that they've created and it felt like they really didn't want to let it go at the end and they made a bunch of compromises with themselves Jackson Public and Doc Hammer but um they landed it and it's done And uh, they are to be commended. Especially, I mean, you know, the... Yeah. Yeah. So go buy it. Go buy it now. But before you do that, go buy... Sniper Elite 5. While, get it while the getting's good. And man, it'll blow your fucking eyes out. I mean, literally, you will blow people's eyes out. You'll blow both of them out with one bullet. Like, you can blow four people's eyeballs out dead Nazi eyeballs exploding out of four, out of two dead Nazi skulls. Their eyeballs are boom, 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 boom. It's beautiful. It's... I call them the Benchmen. I am now the prop Papa. Alright, I'll catch you next week. Four or five times A good idea. Four or five times Hi there. There is delight in doing things right four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. 
I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go, yada yada yo, four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yada yada yee, four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.